Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Hope everybody had a great day today. Uh, back in the day, I guess we're still here every now and then, we'd say, uh, boy, we've had a rough Monday or maybe it was a rough Friday, a rough Monday. It's time for a turnaround Tuesday. And it really was the thing. Uh, it was very common. Matter of fact, a lot of options players uh, would, would treat it that way. On a really bad Monday, they get a long ride at the close, hoping for turnaround Tuesday. Seemed to happen a lot more. Maybe it's my memory, but seemed to happen a whole lot more than it didn't. And it happened today. How about that after yesterday, which was an ugly Monday, especially for the NASDAQ. NASDAQ got to, uh, we'll call it to brutalize yesterday. NASDAQ yesterday was down 2.1%. And even more troubling, NASDAQ yesterday was the semis, which lead NASDAQ, were down 2.6%. So it was good to see a bit of a recovery today, although the internals weren't great. Uh, let's cover the details first. Uh, it was a turnaround Tuesday. Dow Jones finishing up 311 points at 34,314. That's nine-tenths of 1%. SP500 up 1% at 4345. Uh, Rust 2000 up a half percent. And finally, NASDAQ uh, did lead the way today, up one and a quarter percent at uh, 14,433. Still down. I believe I saw at the close that NASDAQ is down 6%. From its highs, I think that's just pretty much where we are across the board as far as Dow Jones and SP500 as over the last three weeks or so. And this is, again, this is that seasonally weak period. We're in the worst 30 days of the year. Uh, we're in, the, the, we're in the, the heart of October crash month, which it is, although the last two decades have not, that has not been the case. October's been the fourth best month of the year going back um, I forget how many years. It's been the fourth, fourth best month of the year for many, many years. <laughs> how's, that, how's that for uh, it, it, being exact? But anyway, we're about to, and this is uh, with thanks to our friends at Stock Traders Almanac, we're about to come out of the worst period of October, which is essentially the first week of October. And then after, uh, when we get to October the 8th, the best seven months of the year start to kick in. Of course, that's when you really want to be long and strong. Uh, from uh, really mid-October, we'll call it, to May, uh, before it becomes sell in May and go away, then you really want to be long. 93% of all stock market gains take place uh, from, from this time frame, and they have for a long time, like seven decades. So it's very real. Every now and then I'll see somebody kind of poo-poo it and say, no, it's just not right. You know, you just want to be long stocks all year long. And that's fine too. But the reality is, is we're enter about to enter the period where historically, the vast majority of all stock market gains do take place. By the way, you can break it down even further. And there used to be an, uh, a mutual fund that, that invested off of this. I'll have to look into this again because their research was pretty compelling. Not only did they only stay long in this time frame, but they broke it down even further. They were only long during the seven-month time frame we're about to enter and then only when Congress was out of session. Because when they're not in D.C., not voting on things, they can't do damage. So that, that's how they would invest. They were only in the markets for a limited period of time. But they had pretty compelling research, and, and they actually did pretty well. I haven't seen their name in a while. I'll have to look into that. Uh, very specialized fund. My guess is it's a private, private hedge fund now. Uh, but anyway, we are about to enter a really good period for the markets, especially for small caps. Once we get through, honestly, it's the month of October. Once we get through this month, small caps, really outperform heading into the end of the year. And uh, also, as we also pointed out to our folks this morning, if you follow the NASDAQ, you follow the Qs, the QQQ, the NASDAQ 100, but draw 
and if you like to just draw some basic lines, we're not real fancy technicians here, but 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 lines do matter. Uh, frankly, uh, uh, horizontal lines matter more than uh, the crooked lines at all, uh, the angled lines. But there is an important trend line that has not been broken uh, going back over the last year. It actually goes back a lot further than that. But for QQQ, we just hit it yesterday. We also hit the, the we're at just below the 100-day moving average. That's also served as a pretty good buying opportunity. And on the VRA investing system, we've now hit extreme oversold. On a couple of things, we'll say extreme oversold on steroids where everything is really there. We're not quite there yet, but we're extreme oversold on RSI, on, uh, on, on stochastics, and just not quite there on money flows. But we think there's opportunity in, uh, in, in, in the queues in the uh, headed into year end. Um, of course, energy stocks have been on fire today. We'll cover this more in a moment on Commodity Watch, but uh, I'll just point out that you know, we're looking at what eight to eleven year highs. I think in oil, seven to eleven year highs, something like that, in oil and natural gas. Uh, but they are hitting extreme overbought on our VRA investing system. Doesn't mean they won't go higher. They probably will. Look, there's a there's a lot of reasons for this group to go higher, just simply on supply and demand, really. And because the idiocy out of D.C. with the Biden administration, I mean, they look, they they want much much higher energy prices because if they don't get that, they're windmills and their solar panels and all these other things don't make sense. Uh, you just can't justify it. They don't make sense bottom line wise. So they really have to have oil. At, uh, they'd love to have oil at 125 a barrel. And uh, as you know, if you're listening here, for the last year or so, Tyler has said that oil was going to $100 a barrel. We're getting pretty close. We're at 79 today. It's close just over $79 a barrel. Um, so let's take a look under the hood today at our sector watch. I also want to talk a little bit about What's happening with um, this really unbelievable, uh, uh, it continues, right, uh, coronavirus insanity. Just when you think, you know, you can't, you can't see anything that's crazier, something crazier happens. And it, of course, happened again yesterday with this incredible undercover, undercover video footage from uh, Project Veritas with these Pfizer scientists, three, three scientists, I believe, they got more dropping. But I think in this first 10 minute, uh, 10 minute or so uh, hidden coverage, uh, hidden video uh, uh, angles, they've got uh, three different Pfizer scientists uh, just saying unbelievable things you know, about, about the truth about these vaccines and how much better natural immunity is. They, things that we really already knew, uh, but it's just, it's good to see it's good to see it confirmed by the people that are actually making these. And they're also in fear, by the way. They live in fear of uh, being fired if they dare say anything like this. So they're probably out of a job now, by the way. Um, but you know what? They didn't have to work there. I mean, they, they, they know, they're as they say, they're working for an evil company. So, you know, uh, it's hard to have any sympathy for someone like that, isn't it? Um, let's look at the, uh, first of all, at the, uh, at the uh, internals today, because this was kind of a, a tip of the cap for us that this was not going to be a great close. Uh, just the internals aren't great. They're just not, they're not great. They were ugly. They were not ugly yesterday, though. So, you know, yesterday was a 54, only a 54% downside day on volume for NYSE. And NASDAQ, is, it was, NASDAQ was down over 2%, but you wouldn't have known from the internals. They just weren't horrible. They weren't good, but they weren't horrible. And so today it's, Kind of the flip side of that, they, we, we had a, a nice update, but we just didn't have great internals. Again, it's seasonality, it's concerns about this, uh, what's happening in D.C., will they get stimulus passed, can Biden get anything done, 
You know, uh, I mean, it's just, just obviously not running anything, and everyone knows that. But that's a problem when you get to you, you need you get to crunch time, right? We're we're, we're a real leader like a Trump. Um, Obama just didn't have that ability either, but like a Trump could could could, could take something and, and really push it at the finish line. Obama actually did that with Obamacare. Bribed a couple of senators, got some things done, some votes flipped at the last moment. Um, but anyway, the point being, Biden is not that guy. And he's never been that guy. You know, he's just never been that guy. So no one should be surprised about this. But that's really, the, I think, the biggest concern from, uh, from the investor's point of view is what if, what if none of the stimulus gets passed? They'll get some passed, but it won't be three and a half, four or five trillion dollars. You know, we're talking about something in the two trillion range. Even that's not needed. Uh, but it's something like that's going to get passed because you know at uh, because because they always cave at the end. They always much uh, 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 the 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 guy from West Virginia uh, Manchin, He'll he'll uh, he'll cave or Kirsten Cinema. They'll follow her into enough bathrooms and harass her on enough airplanes that she'll cave or they'll bribe them. Is what typically happens, and then the, then they cave. But th- these deals will get passed. The debt ceiling will be raised, and uh, as Tyler and I were talking about. So many people that, you know, the media loves to fixate on this stuff because it sounds so ominous, right? We're not, oh my God, we're, are you, uh, if you don't pass the debt selling, we're, we're, we're going to default on our debt. It's just, it's really, uh, it's when you wish you had George Carlin around still, you know? George Carlin had the ability to really say these things in such a funny way to get your attention about how fucking stupid all this talk is. Uh, because at the end of the day, the system takes care of its own, and we never default on our debt with the United States, so it's not going to happen. Uh, internals today, again, not great. I'll just say it straight up, uh, uh, not even two-to-one positive. Really should have had that today. Uh, volume was good on NYSE, not quite two-to-one positive, but close. And then, uh, again, NASDAQ, we, look, we had, we had positives across the board. We'll take that, except for uh, New 52 Kai's lows, which came in on a negative there. Uh, but uh, But, again... I think the market's just trying to feel out which way it's going to go. It's going to be higher. It's going to be higher at the year end, and it's because inflation takes everything higher. And uh, we've we've covered that we've covered that quite a bit here. Also, as Tyler pointed out today, the transports uh, just back above the two hundred day. You know, it's interesting that here the transports. We know that the trucking has never been busier, right? Transportation. There's a lot of you know. Uh, uh, problems with supply line, right? A lot of things are stuck in, in transit, but we know that transportation is really busy, and so. But it's odd that the transports would be uh, trading this cheap to me. Uh, and when you combine that with some of the action in commodities, I mean, outside of oil and natural gas, those are energy related. You, you look at what's happening. Copper has been soft. Uh, uh, silver, again, huge industrial uses. Silver's been soft. We are in the third term of Obama. That's what we're in. And that's just not a great, it's just not. It's not a great growth economy. Uh, but again, remember the stock market and the economy have really very little to do with each other. Uh, they're not the same thing. So uh, let's take a look at our sector watch today of our 11 S&P 500 sectors. We had, uh, what is this? Uh, nine finished higher, two finished lower. Upside by financials, uh, hitting again close to right at all-time highs. Financials up 1.7%. Communication services up 1.6%. Tech, again, good day today, up 1.4%. To the downside, real estate down 8 tenths of 1%. That's really about it. Utilities are off just slightly, though. Ten-year, back to 1.52%. And the VIX 
is at 21.30. Still very, very elevated, but down 7% today. Uh, in our commodity watch, gold today down $7 an ounce. It just stays right here in this range, just below $1,800. Uh, right now, $1,760. Silver again soft, but quiet today, essentially unchanged. $2,262 an ounce. Copper down five cents a pound at $418. Again, it's had a great run, but it's just it's well off the highs now, and it makes you wonder about the global economy. Of course, we all know the concerns coming out of China. Uh, oil today, again, surging ahead, up $1.54 a barrel. That's a big 2% today at 79.16. Nat gas, 631 per MCF, that's per million cubic feet. That's up a big 9.5% today. Again, they are hitting extreme overbought on the VR investing system. All that tells us is, look, we actually took some profits today, but it tells us that uh, this is not the time to be an aggressive buyer. Doesn't mean you can't go higher, and I don't want anybody to lose money because you're listening to me on this, but, you know, just basically the rubber band is stretched. When the rubber band is stretched, the probabilities just begins, begin to increase that there's going to be a corrective mood. That's a move. That's all that means. So I wouldn't get crazy to the upside here. Uh, on, on either oil or gas or energy stocks here. We're buyers, but at lower levels. And uh, Bitcoin really surging ahead. It, it, it broke back above the 200 day. It's holding it now, up 2100 right now at 51,504. Before I wrap today, I'm going to talk about this Pfizer Veritas, Project Veritas. If you haven't seen this video, I encourage you to watch it. Of course, all across social media. Uh, it's got like three or four million views now within 24 hours uh, on uh, on Twitter. It's about a 10-minute uh, uh, series of hidden tape uh, uh, undercover footage with these three different Pfizer scientists where they're saying, you just can't believe what they're saying. Well, you can, but, you know, it's finally caught on tape. Where they're saying natural immunity is superior. If you haven't been vaccinated, wait. Uh, one guy says, again, these are scientists, right? These are not just support staff or admin or, uh, you know, guy answers the phones. These are scientists, right, that work at the highest levels. I work for an evil corporation, this guy says, that our company is run completely on COVID money, and they fired you if you get caught saying anything you're not supposed to say. They don't want to say anything about what we actually know about what these vaccines are doing. Uh, so, you know, it, it is uh, it, it is a time where, you, it's, it's, it, as my wife said last night, you just can't believe we're living through this. It just seems... Not possible almost that we're living through this where up is down and, and, and down is up and left is right and right is left. Everything that makes sense isn't happening. Uh, and this is, folks, the best way I can tell you, this is communism. This is how communism tries to win. This is their playbook. This is their strategy. Number one is to demoralize the population. When you try to make, uh, you know, they push the, for the hero status of this guy, George Floyd, who, of course, is anything but a hero. Uh, I didn't know the guy. It seemed like he maybe was trying to get his life together or whatever, but hero? Uh, no. This guy's a hardened criminal, and all of a sudden now he's got statues to him. So that, that's what a communist strategy would be to demoralize the population. That's what's happening. You see it happening with the coronavirus as well, with what really is a pandemic. Uh, we see it with what they call the insurrection out of January the 6th. You know, one event after another where the, the reality doesn't match the propaganda. So that's how we view things here through, through, through the lens of history and the lens of what the communists have admitted. This is what their game plan is. So that helps us stay sane and make sense of what's happening. 
But I also tell you that on the back end of this, because the the good guys, we're going to win this. The good guys, the the bad guys are going to lose. The good guys are going to win this. And uh, you know the midterms are coming up. I don't, boy, you hate to put anything past them, but at this point, boy, if they if they rig this the midterms, as unpopular as Biden is, I mean the fix is really in. I guess if we're looking as Americans for a red line to be crossed, maybe that would be it. I just don't see that happening. The whole country's being red pilled. Really, the whole planet's being red pilled. And uh, it's interesting that you know we got the next uh, matrix coming out. Interesting timing, huh? But on the back end of this, you know, let's say we've got an honest, more honest government in place, and now Republicans, hopefully, they'll be you know true, true, uh, true patriots in office instead of these uh, walking stiffs that are really just part of the permanent ruling class that are in office right now. But we get enough of these guys and girls elected next year. And all of a sudden, as we already know, all investigations take place in the House, right? All legislation starts and takes place in the House. Now we're talking about doing things like uh, having a Nuremberg-like trials. That's like after they had after, after World War II uh, with the Nazis and all of their cohorts, right? And the, uh, the, the, the people, the enforcers, Right uh, of uh, of everything Nazism, and um, because we've got a lot of criminals, folks, we have a lot of coronavirus criminals that have pushed this uh, pandemic, uh, that have really hurt a lot of people, that have destroyed so many parts of the United States, small businesses. We we all know the story, and uh, w- this has to be made right, and I believe it will be made right, and I think it'll be a time, a really bright time for America uh, to reclaim our country. And just time for a lot of people to have to pay the price for their criminality and for, for being really traitors uh, to, to America and everything that, that we, we hold most important and, and, and most dear uh, to our sensibilities. Uh, and folks, with that, uh, as always, appreciate you being here. If you're not a member yet, come and join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.